I think we're all coming. I have a question for all of you. Does anyone know what this Sunday is?
Thank you guys so much. Yes, um, today is Youth Takeover, and we are so excited. Yes, the youth, the hyphen, have been prepping, planning, fasting, praying, practicing all the things, everything you can name. They've been doing it for weeks and weeks to prepare for this service. And we are so excited that you guys are all here to support them. And most importantly, we've been reminding them they're doing it for Jesus. today and I'm so excited to hear each and every one of them. We have Brother Noah Den. We have, yes, we have Brother Thomas Gonzalez. And we have Sister Ariana Munden. Yes. We are so excited to hear each of them. They have been praying, fasting, planning, preparing for their messages today. So without further ado, I'm going to ask Brother Noah to come up and speak. Come on, Noah! Many teenagers like myself may struggle uh, with questions about their beliefs and may feel pressure to confirm to the expectations of their community and or the church. I remember times that I would say to myself, oh I'm, speak oh, I'm not speaking in tongues, God's not real. But I remember what God did for me and I started to understand that he is real. Bible states that faith is a personal journey because according to Hebrews 12 2, it states, let us looking to Jesus, he is one who started the journey of faith and he is one who completes the journey of faith. He, he paid no attention to the shame of the cross. He suffered, he suffered there because of the joy he was looking forward to. Then he sat down on, at the right of the hand of the throne of God. I believe one thing you should have in church as a teenager is a trusted mentor or a mentors like like my trusted mentor is my mom because she been through a lot and she helped me overcome stuff that I've been going through by, by, by praying for me. When, when in church as a teacher I hear a lot of older people pray out loud and that made me get out of my comfort zone so I started praying for myself as a teenager, teenager, it's hard to pray at God because you don't want somebody to look at you while you are praying, or you just don't want to pray for some odd reason. But you need to find your faith and pray anyway. Yes. Matthew 17, 20 through 21 states, For truly I tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you, you will say to the mountain, move from here to there. And, it, it, and, it will and nothing will be impossible for you. Yeah. 
right, there are many rewards rewards when praying, even though you don't feel like it. Some examples of rewards, um, some examples of rewards you will get is peace and comfort during difficult times, such as trials that God, that the Lord put in your life. When I started living for God, it felt like times were getting harder and harder because God put a lot of trials in my life, but I had a faith that everything was gonna be all, gonna be all right, and I kept praying and praying, and I started feeling peace coming. Yeah. started changing for the better when I was young my dad was not really a dad so I felt like I didn't have anybody to help through life help me through life but I found God and God was always there for me and God made me into a man and I thank him for that so that's all that's all I got for today say that don't give up on the journey because it's not about the journey it's about the destination that God has put you Servant said unto him, Wilt thou then 
that we go and gather them up? He said, Nay, least while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until harvest, and in the time of harvest I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. All right, um, at this time I would like to pray over the message. Uh, actually, Pastor, if you don't mind praying, I'd appreciate it. Father, we call on your name. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your power and your working that you're doing in this place. We pray, God, that you bring forth the word through each of these young people. God, anoint Brother Thomas as he brings this word with anointing and conviction in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, amen. Um, I would also like to share another um, um, scripture as well to follow up. Um, let me see, I have it here. All right, it is uh, Matthew 13, 36 through 34, or 43. Then Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house, and his disciples came unto him, saying, Declare unto us the parable of the tares of the field. He answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of God, or of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that soweth them is the devil. The harvest is in the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the field, so shall it be in the end of the world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels and shall gather out the kingdoms of all things that offend and them which do iniquity, and shall cast them into the furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their Father. We have ears to hear, let him hear. Um, I should... Um, these scriptures today because um, the message I'm going to be uh, sharing is um, living in, living for God as a young adult throughout the pressures of the world and the work that we, uh, we do. Um, <clears throat> yes. Right. Um, we're to love them but not join them. When I, when I think about that, um, what comes to me um, is to being in the world but not of the world. Um, and when I think about that, I think about how that affects me in the life that I've lived, in my walk with the Lord. And, um, and in my life, um, I think that I worried a lot about what people thought for a really long time. Actually, I know that I did. It was something that I dealt with for a long time. And we shouldn't care what others think. We should, we should only care about what God thinks. I realize the more that you care about what others think, what others think, <laughs> um, the easier it is for their opinions to become more important than what God's opinions. But I realized when you don't care about what others versus what God thinks about you, the first thing that starts to happen is you start to change. And one of the first things that happens is the changes is your appearance to others. 
um, you will start to look different. And it's not just the physical appearance, it's the, it's the, that you stand out with your faith. Yes. Yeah, it's not about the appearance, but the faith. Although we are called to modesty, and that is something that we should try to address to as well, you know. Right. Uh, we do not want to emulate the world and what the world does, but we should try to, and even though we, you know, we try to relate to them, but we need to focus on telling the world about God and how great Jesus is. hardly ever easy, especially nowadays. There are problems everywhere, although Jesus provides the solution. Hallelujah. Something else about our appearance that should change is I believe that we should smile. We should always be smiling. Because um, there's always a reason to smile, and that reason is God and Jesus. And the victory. Um, when you when you smile, I feel like it lets your light shine. It lets that light that Jesus has put in you shine. Because we're still breathing, you know. God's still going to turn every situation around, even when it's difficult. So there's always a reason to smile. And in that smile, is the testimony of faith. situation, God's always going to be trying to turn it around for good, so we should be grateful in every situation. And others will see that. Others will see the peace on us and our storm, and that peace is Jesus. It's Jesus in us. I, sh I did struggle with others' opinions for a long time, and it's something that I still do from time to time just because, you know, the enemy likes to creep in and tell you things. Um, but I did want to share a testimony um, from when I was younger as to why I cared so much about people's opinions and things like that and how that I went through that struggle. Um, it was a, a long time ago when I was in first grade. <laughs> um, I had a best friend and um, he ended up uh, coming to school one day and he got me and him in some trouble. I don't really want to elaborate on that. I don't feel like necessarily the whole situation is appropriate. But I will say that um, because of the actions that he had done that day, I ended up getting shunned by all of my uh, friends and um, brothers and sisters that I went to school with. And um, for about two and a half years, during that time that I had gone to that school, I had no friends. I had nobody to talk to, nobody to play with at recess. Um, Every day I would swing alone because nobody would talk to me. The only people that would talk to me and hang out with me would be the new students. And uh, it was only because they didn't know. And once they realized that everybody else wouldn't talk to them or hang out with them either, if they hung out with me, they surely would stop and stop talking to me and they would move on. But thankfully, in time, I did change schools and I did make friends. And that did leave a lasting effect on my life um, from my youth. As I got older, I still sought to find approval from others, and that was something that God was really working on me with a lot, and it led me down a lot of dark paths, trying to appeal to others, 
trying to be relatable, trying to just give us all these things of the world that are around us. The lies that the enemy puts out there and tries to tell us that this is what we should seek out there, this is what will make us happy. That is not the true God in Jesus. That is true peace. That is true contentment. I'm feel good enough. And in those moments when I wanted to appease the others, that's what he was doing. He was lying to me and, and trying to tell me otherwise. And I'm grateful that, you know, I, that God turned that situation around and he gave me his peace. Um, but I, I share that because I want to share how easy it is to get confused in this world, you know, when we're around others and we're in the environments that we're in each and every day, whether it be school with the youth or on the job, you know, you, you know, you get out into the world, um, it's easy to get caught up in all that because everybody around you is doing all these things and it seems appealing. And when you want to, you know, appeal to others, it's easy to fall into those games. That's right. And that's something we have to be careful for because we're called to join them but not or to love them, but not join them. Sorry, That's not join them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're called to be that shining light to let those smiles and our light shine through and for them to see the truth. Because without the truth, you know, they'll be lost. And, you know, and the time will come when they won't have that chance. That's right. And if you truly care about them, as in you care about their opinions and stuff, you'll, you'll want to tell them about Jesus. You'll want to tell them about his saving grace and his mercy. And although some people know Jesus, they don't, they know of Jesus, they don't know him. It's important that we should make sure that they know truth. Acts 2.38. <laughs> I straight my nose a little bit. When I came to God sincerely to live for Him, I had to learn to give up on worrying about what others thought of me. I had to put that desire to the side. I had to give it to God and trust it, what His Word says. When we want nothing and give ourselves to God, He can use us. He can produce fruit from us. It will be easier to walk where He guides us because the road is narrow and the path to destruction is wide. That's right. That's right. So true. In those moments, I got caught up in all the little things of the world and not God. I wanted to have those friends again that I had. Because I used to, I was friends with everybody pretty much in my school. We would all play together, and I, there was nobody that we really had qualms with. And it was really hard to go from being friends with all of them to them all turning their backs and wanting nothing to do with me. And then on top of that, being around them every day, it was a very heavy burden for the, the, the youth. But God had turned it around. <laughs> Alright, sorry, I, I'm still straying from my notes. <laughs> it's alright. 
want things and we don't let go of them and give them to him, they become cumbersome. And something that I wanted was approval and I was chasing after the wrong approval. I needed God's approval. It is a long road and it's not an easy one. And holding on to these things will make the walk harder. And trying to fit in and join in with others instead of walking with Jesus, it's easy to get lost. We gotta trust him with these things. He knows what is good for us. He will never leave us, nor will he forsake us. He won't run off and leave you hanging. He's always gonna be there. Although all the friends that I had back then, they turned on me. You know, God won't turn on me. God will be there. And he will love you no matter what. Even when you fail and when other people fail, and he won't turn. Just stay with him. If you get distracted and lose focus, just seek him where you are. He is not far. No matter how far you think you have wandered from him, no matter the things that you've done that you feel like he will never forgive, he is there, right with you. That's right. He cares about you. That's right. And I know in this day and age it's easy to fall victim to temptation because it's constantly around us, whatever it may be. God sees you in that. He knows your heart. He loves you regardless. And when you seek him and turn to him, he is, like I said, he is right there. He is never failing. And the best thing about his presence is when we seek his presence and we seek him, he, we produce fruit. The good fruit. Yes. <laughs>
and um, it is easy for us, and we should want to share that with them, that it is easy for them. Although the walk of Christ is not easy, but it is easy to do the things that he calls us to when we are with him.
I've always felt like the odd one out. To add to my struggles. <sighs>
and I know that he has so much in store for you too. Thank you. 
gentle move of the Holy Ghost is flowing through here right now. And, and, and God is, it, it's, it, it's a, a, a presence of the Lord that just wants to surround each and every one. It's, it's not a shaking, it's not a, it's not an earthquake or a fire or a flood. It's, it's a still small voice right now. So I just want the young people, would you just continue to lift your hands up for a moment and allow God just to fill you. And not just young people, elders alike. Would you just lift your hands wherever you are and just allow the gentle move of the of the Spirit of the Lord that's in this place to touch you. Just, just hands lifted up wherever you are. God, touch me. God, pour out your presence in my life. And God just wants to touch you right now. Just seek after Him and His presence. God loves you. God loves you. You matter to Him. You are important to Him. You, you, you mean so much to God. And He has ordained this service and this time for you. And He wants to minister in your life. Just open your mouth where you are. doesn't have to be loud. Can't you shout? You can whisper. But just open your mouth and call out to Him. And allow the Holy Ghost, allow the Holy Spirit to just flow around you, upon you, and through you. Thank you, Jesus. Could you just lift your voice up to me just a moment? Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Your presence. Your presence. Your presence. Your presence.
stand in for him today. We're going to pray for him. Brother Tim Aldridge, if he's still here, has to have surgery this week. I'm going to ask Tim to come up and let's pray for him. Brother Hunter may have open heart surgery this week. Brother Hunter, I want you to come up here and let me pray for you right now in the name of Jesus.
sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church, and they will anoint him with oil, praying and prayerfully. If you need a healing, God is in this place. If you if you need a touch, make your way up here. We have oil, we have elders. If you have a need, bring that need to the Lord. Lady does on Tuesday nights. Make sure you sign up for that also, all right? 
that is part of for you to be able to work in some of our ministries within this local assembly. You have to go through the Welcome to Life program. And um, it's usually eight weeks to 58 weeks or something like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you want to make sure you get in there and start it. It helps you get an understanding, better understanding of the Word of God, my Bible, and this local assembly, all right? On uh, Wednesday, we have Mommy and Me at 10 a.m. They're going to be diamond painting with Caleb. And uh, contact Sister uh, Fowler, Reverend Fowler, sitting right up front. Contact one of them for more information on that. And Thursday, we have Mommy and Me at 9 o'clock. It's going to be a coffee collective at Starbucks. And if we have anybody here that is graduating from high school, college, uh, uh, tech school or anything like that this season, this month or last month or the next month. Um, please let Christy Lynn know. Where Christy Lynn at? Stand up, Christy Lynn. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah, we love Christy Lynn for all that she does around here. Yeah. And, um, but definitely link up with her if you're graduating. Anybody that goes to this church that's graduated, we definitely want to be able to recognize you when our graduation service comes up in a couple weeks, all right? All right, let's stand to our feet as we prepare our offering. Hallelujah. Be in prayer for all of our young people that spoke today, that the Lord continues to work a ministry in their lives and utilizes them to the benefit of the kingdom and for our benefit. Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, we are thankful, Lord, that you have ministered mightily to us today, Lord. You have spoke to these young people, Lord Jesus, to bring down fire, Lord, and conviction, Lord, and a love for your word and a love for the kingdom, Lord. We pray, Lord, that everything that we heard today, Lord, that we would go home and study. We would watch the videos, Lord, and those that have been online, we pray that you have been touched as you pray now. We pray, Lord, hallelujah, for all of those that have need and a touch in their body, Lord, emotionally, spiritually, Lord, and physically, Lord. We pray, Lord, for this offering, Lord, as we give thanks, Lord, to the God that gives, to, um, um, gives us the opportunity to give back to the kingdom. We thank you, we praise you, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, praise the Lord, come on down, give your offering. When you're leaving, shake hands with one or two brothers. If you are a first-time visitor, or if you're newly here, please make sure across when you're leaving from the um, sanctuary, when you're going out the front door, they have the meet the team. Go over there and meet with one of our um, um, one of our leads, where they may be able to give you any information or ask any questions that you have. God bless and go with God.